to The Fulfilled Accountant, the podcast that teaches you how to actually enjoy your work as an accounting or finance professional and have a life. Learn the tools to live with less stress and feel fulfilled, happy, and valuable while also creating the success you desire in your career. If you're finished playing the game by outdated rules, you're in the right place. I'm your host, former accountant and multi-passionate entrepreneur turned life coach, Sarah Nemechek. The money you create in your business has very little to do with how smart you are or how hard you work. You can do everything on a list that someone gave you for success and still not get where you want to be. That's because the money that you make actually has a lot more to do with what you think about all day while you're making decisions and taking action or while you're avoiding things than the actual decisions and actions that you do. This includes what you believe about you money, your business, your clients, the world, marketing, sales, and so many other things. That's why two people can do the same things and get totally different results. It's why we can all go to the same school, read the same books, listen to the same podcasts, and work at the same company and have completely different financial results. Money is created by your mind, the way you choose to think about every single thing in your life what you make each event and circumstance mean. It's not just what and how you think about money itself. What that is often a great place to start, and it's one reason that I like to talk about money a lot and why we're talking about money today. We think up to 60,000 thoughts a day, according to some studies. Most of those thoughts are automatic, and we aren't even aware of them. So if you're not quite sure what you're thinking, what it means, or if it matters, I totally understand. I spend a lot of time thinking about this and studying it, and I still need help sorting it out from my own brain on the regular. And in all of those thoughts are the things that we think about ourselves in the world, in our business, and with money, as well as thoughts that we think about other people, the world around us, money specifically, and in general, and all the things that come together to create our belief system and create our relationship with money. And to be clear, a relationship with money is really just our collection of thoughts about money, how we interact with it, what we believe about it. What you believe as you move through each day heavily influences the way you make decisions and the way you act. When you resist something or you don't think it'll work, you're opposed to it, you despise doing the work, etc., you're probably not going to get the same great results that someone who is all in believes it will work and loves doing the work we'll get. So think about something that you've worked on where you felt this way, where you didn't think it was going to work and you were resisting it. You probably didn't put your full effort into it. Your energy was down because you weren't present for it. And my guess is people around you felt it, even if they couldn't describe exactly what it was. And the thing is, you can force anything for a while using your willpower, but that takes so much energy that you eventually feel exhausted and you give up in one way or another. Think of any New Year's resolution, budget, or diet that you did for a while, and then at some point you just stopped. And you'll probably know what I'm talking about. Now, think about where you are right now with money, your business, your satisfaction with it all. If you love it, great. I bet you can tell a very specific story about how you got here and what is working great for you. And if you don't like it, I'm guessing you also have a very specific story and set of reasons that you believe explain why you're here. 
and it could be completely accurate. And whether you define the problem as money, time, or something else, the money you're making can tell you a lot about what's really going on in your brain and where you can start making changes. And this is not because money is the ultimate indicator of success, but it is an indicator of what's happening in your mind because it's a result that you can create and measure and see. And what you think leads to what you feel and how you act, which creates those results. That's why we look at money as a kind of a result to then trace back, well, what did we do to get here? So looking at your current money results and what they mean to you is key to growing yourself, your business, and producing the results you actually want. Because our brains are so busy and complex, we want to just simplify this work. And that's why we're picking money as a place to start. You could pick anything and probably uncover some very useful things. But we're here to talk about business. And money is a measuring stick in business. And most of us have some very strong thoughts and feelings about money. And I will say, I do this work constantly. And I'm still surprised by the things that I uncover when I sit down and examine my brain and think about what I'm doing with money. What are my results? Why am I here? And as I grow and change, so do my thoughts about money. So there's always more to learn from this work. When you are aware that your brain has so many thoughts running through it, and you take the time to get curious, you notice how what seem like small, insignificant statements and ideas popping up each day are actually things that keep you stuck. Maybe it's beliefs that you learn from your parents. Maybe it's thoughts about capitalism and corporations. Or maybe it's something someone said to you in third grade. I have some of those. Maybe you can't even pinpoint when or where the thought started. And all of that's totally fine. Sometimes you already know that you want to find your limiting beliefs so you can move forward, but then you're not quite sure what those beliefs are, or you find it totally impossible to let go of them. So as I said, first, you have to know what your beliefs are, whether you like them or not. And often you aren't aware that they are beliefs because they feel like the facts that you live by. It's hard to see that on your own, especially when you're new to this work. But honestly, it's always hard because what's happening in your own mind pretty much feels like truth and fact and impossible to change. That's why working with a coach is so powerful. You get this extra lens into your own mind that you can't see the same when you're mired in it on your own. And when you do find beliefs that you don't like or that you don't want to have anymore, it doesn't help to pretend that you don't have them to kind of push them away because you feel embarrassed by them or ashamed of them. And trust me, I try that a lot. It is very uncomfortable to admit to yourself that you have a thought or belief that you're embarrassed or ashamed to have. As a coach and someone who coaches on money and business, I have a lot of my own shame about the thoughts that I have about myself that aren't fully enlightened or that don't reflect the, you know, higher thinking, you know, instead they reflect very limited thinking on my part. And I've held a lot of them very tightly for years, hidden from them, avoided sharing them when talking with my coach, pushed them away quickly when they surface in my own self-coaching or journaling or reflection. And I can very clearly see how they don't serve me in growing. But when I push them away, I completely close myself off from growth and it keeps me stuck for months at a time. Every time I let myself acknowledge these thoughts and see them with love for myself and curiosity, 
That's when I experience growth. And here's why. Whatever beliefs you have right now, they've actually probably served you a very useful purpose to get you to where you are right now. Maybe they got you here in a way you don't like or a way that you don't want to continue. And that's okay because you're just getting awareness first. And your past does not determine your future. So if you find your old thoughts ugly or embarrassing, try appreciating them for what they are, just thoughts, and know that you were working with what you knew best at the time. You may look back and say, well, I should have known better. I could have known better. I should have done more work to learn more. That's just where you were at the time. This is where you are right now. And you can always keep learning and growing because that's what we do as humans. We are always learning and growing. And if we are truly learning and growing, of course, we will decide that things we did in the past were dumb, silly, wrong, or cringeworthy. So what? Think of all the learning and additional value that you now possess that will help you in your business every day going forward. So I encourage you to really examine thoughts and beliefs, the ones that got you here. How were they useful to you? Do you want to keep them? Do you want to slightly modify them? Do you want to thank them for what they've taught you so far and then completely release them? And note that I said release, not reject, avoid, or force them away, because that doesn't work. And if you don't like your current beliefs, what do you wish you could believe instead? What do you think would be really fun, expansive, and useful to believe? Why? Try those ideas on. Explore what it would be like if you did believe those things. If they feel good and get you feeling like taking action in a powerful way, put them on your list and start practicing believing them a little bit more each day. We'll go into that more next week. You don't have to change any or all of your thoughts and beliefs overnight, or at all. If you do want to change them, you probably won't be able to just let them go instantly, especially if they've been with you for decades. And even that is not a problem by itself. Simply having this awareness about your brain will help you take actions in a more useful way. You don't have to have a perfectly clear, positive thinking, happy brain to do amazing things and get results from your coaching and mindset work. Every insight you gain is a step closer to what you want. So I hope you'll spend some time this week exploring your thoughts and beliefs about money and why you have the results you have right now. Next week, we'll take this discussion further, including talking about how to practice the new beliefs that you want. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in and remember to come back for more each week to keep your brain operating at its highest level so you can enjoy your accounting and finance career while also having a life you love. Want even more tips on living a life you love while feeling less stressed and more fulfilled in your accounting and finance work? Get on my email list where I share new perspectives every week. Seriously, I think you'll enjoy these emails. Sign up at the link in the show notes or by visiting my website at sarahnemachek.com.